You're listening to special programming brought to you by Ragana Kuman Henry of Coldwell Banker Premier Realty. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Welcome to the Southern Nevada Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Regana, and today I have a very special guest, Kiersey Mbaki, a loan officer with the Loan Depot Mortgage Company, talking about mortgage financing and various options for home buyers. Welcome, Kiersey. Thank you, Regana. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Excited. I'm thrilled to have you here, and it's exciting you're going to share a wealth of knowledge with the audience that's listening this morning. And so uh, let's get started. So Kiersey, for the listeners out there, maybe they've never bought, maybe it's been a while since they purchased a home, uh, what programs are available for first-time homebuyers? Well, Organa, there are a couple of different options for our first-time homebuyer population. Uh, The first one would be with uh, FHA programs. Now, they're not really limited to first-time homebuyers, but they are meant to help our borrowers with uh, either limited credit issues or limited credit. And the qualification criteria with an FHA loan is a little less stringent than a regular conventional loan. Our second option would be a conventional loan. They have options that are geared toward first-time homebuyers, and they uh, offer a little bit less money down, slight improvement on the rates for our first-time homebuyers, but they do come with income restrictions. Uh, There are a few options for first-time homebuyers with down payment assistance, and I just kind of want to clarify with you what a first-time homebuyer is considered. First-time homebuyer is someone who has not owned or had any interest in any real property in the past three years. Now, this includes just vacant land or if you were on title with another person as well. Okay, that's good to know and a very good clarification uh, regarding uh, that. And also, Kiersey, what is the minimum down payment for the listeners out there for an FHA loan, let's say a conventional loan, and also uh, for a VA loan, the minimum down payment? So our FHA is going to be 3.5% of the purchase price if you have a 580 or better credit score. Now, if your credit scores are a little bit lower than that, you're between 500 to 579. If you put um, 10% down, then that's going to be the minimum for those credit scores. And with our conventional, they have options for 3% down on their first time homebuyer programs. And that's, again, of the purchase price. And, and then they also have 5% down on their regular conventional programs for owner-occupied properties. And then we have VA, of course, and it does not actually require a down payment as long as you have enough entitlement. And if your entitlement doesn't cover the full amount, then they do a calculation. Your down payment is calculated on what entitlement you have remaining. 
And in most cases, you know, it will allow you to do zero down. And really, you would only run into the other scenario if you had other VA loans that maybe was a foreclosure or a short sale that were backed by VA. And now, you know, as with all these programs, you can always put more money down if you want. Those are just the minimum required down payments for those programs. Okay. And Kiersey, for example, um, how much can a seller contribute uh, to a buyer to cover closing costs? Because, you know, some buyers, especially if they're first time, uh, they may be uh, not having enough funds uh, for both the down payment and closing costs. So for FHA, VA, and conventional, how much is uh, can the seller contribute for the buyer's closing costs? Well, right now we're in a great market for that because sellers are willing to contribute a little bit towards buyer's closing costs where, you know, in the last year or so they weren't doing that. So for FHA, they can, a seller can contribute up to 6% of the sales price. On a VA, they can contribute up to 4% of the sales price. And then on conventional owner-occupied, the seller can contribute up to 3% of the closing costs. So it's really important to know that, you know, closing costs and down payment are a little bit different, right? Your closing costs are going to be in addition to your down payment. Yes, and that's good to know for listeners, especially if they've never purchased a home before or even if they have to clarify. Now, Kiersey, I know for the listeners out there, even if they've owned or purchased property before, they may be wondering what are um, the closing costs and like what types of costs are considered uh, in a closing cost scenario? So that's a great question, Regana. You know, you've got your down payment, which has to come out of your own funds. And by own funds, it can be a gift from a family member, but uh, that has to come out of your own funds. So closing costs would be things like discount points to buy down a rate, for example, loan processing fees. You've got underwriting, appraisal, credit report, title fees. Uh, recording with the county, if you get a home warranty, the fees for that, prepaid interest, your homeowner taxes, and homeowner's insurance. And if you buy a property with an HOA, then those sometimes come with upfront dues and fees that need to be paid. And those would all be considered closing costs that the seller can contribute towards. Okay. And Kiersey, are there any programs that for example, allow for down payment assistance uh, so that buyers can use their own funds to buy down the rate. And, you know, uh, there again, there's probably people that really want to go ahead and, and do a purchase of their home, first home, second home, but they don't have the the funds available. So are, what ty- you know, what kind of programs, are there any programs that are out there that will help the buyer out? So here in Nevada, we have Nevada Housing Division, and they actually set the rates for their program, which a lot of people have probably heard of, or maybe not, uh, which is called Home is Possible. And that is a down payment assistance program. But unfortunately, on those programs, the rate is what it is. There's really no options to buy down the rate at this time. 
There are other programs out there right now for down payment assistance, but they usually come with a payment on the second or the rates are a little bit higher and usually end up eating up all the amount that you receive for down payment assistance after fees and you know buying down rates. So if you wanna utilize the buy down option, you're probably better off currently uh, to not combine it with a down payment assistance. So this may change at some point in time, but in the market we're in right now, that's just the, what it is. Okay. And Kiersey, do you offer assistance, for example, to help someone to bring their credit scores up? And if so, what is the cost associated uh, with that? I'm sure there's people saying, oh, I'd like to talk to Kiersey, but, um, you know, what do you say to, to that question? So first off, disclaimer, I am not a licensed credit counselor, so it's always best to consult someone that is. And with having said that, I can refer you to someone that can help. And you just need to kind of be careful when you're looking for, you know, credit counselors because not all companies are created equal. So you really just want to find somebody that understands mortgage credit scores and what actions need to be taken rather than disputing all the derogatory items on your credit. So in the mortgage world, you know, that actually hurts you instead of helps you because, you know, even though it boosted your score a few points, when we get it and we see a whole bunch of, you know, disputed accounts, then we have to have you undispute them and we have to rerun the credit and you just lost all the gain that you did. So you really wanna be careful and, you know, interview the people that you're going to be using for credit counseling that they know you know what what is required for mortgage now you know if you if you're only a few points off for a particular program you know i can look at your credit and we can go over it and help you decide that you know hey for you a credit counselor is going to be the best option or you know maybe you just need to pay down a credit card by a couple hundred dollars and that might boost your score to where you need it to be so the cost for that i mean it's really just going to depend on what company you use and how much time you need to reach your goal obviously the more points you need it's probably going to take a little bit a little bit longer than if you only need a few points um, and then if they want you to clear up any of those debts, you have to take that money into consideration as well. And then for me, my opinion is always free, of course. Okay, that's good to know that someone can call you and um, it's, um, you know, no charge for consulting with you regarding that. And Kiersey, uh, regarding that, is there any charge for someone to do uh a consultation just in general a consultation fee uh, with you so I never do any charge for consultation fee if you want to come in and do an application or you want to do an application online or over the phone you know we can go through that and just really get a strategy for your home buying process whatever you know that might be for you Okay, that's good to know. You have some really valuable information and insight uh, for our listeners this morning and uh, to make things much clearer than maybe they would have had it before they listened to our show this morning. 
And Kiersey, now let's talk about something that's on quite a few of the listeners' mind this morning. Uh, you know, uh, things are rumors. You hear about it on TV. Let's talk about the current market we are in. And Kiersey, uh, what would you say regarding uh, is it a good time to purchase a home right at today's market or not? So this is a great question, Regana. I get this question almost every day. Our families are talking about it. Our neighbors are talking about it. The people we work with are talking about it. And most of all, the media is talking about it. And frankly, it's really all very confusing. Everybody is saying something different. So the question really becomes, you know, who do we believe? So you hear from many people that there's going to be another housing bubble like back in 2008 everybody's waiting yeah. for the market to to crash i'm sure you hear that a lot yes. i i hear it almost daily and i mean nobody has a crystal ball unfortunately and that includes me uh, if i did i'd be rich you'd be rich we'd be right. rich <laughs> so let's start with some facts the current market that we are in today is not special it's just the market. You know, the last couple of years with rates being super low was, was really artificially created. We had a pandemic, the government was pumping money into the economy, and rates were just at an unprecedented low. And this is, that, that was just not a normal market. And unfortunately, it lasted too long, and people kind of got used to that. So... You know, there, there's really fundamental differences in today's market conditions versus, versus back in 2008. You know, our housing inventory is about a quarter of what it was. You know, distressed property, and that really means, you know, that people have been one payment or more late on their mortgage. Right now, it's almost non-existent. It's around 2% versus 30% that we saw back, you know, in that 2008 crash. And right now short sales are really almost impossible because of the sharp increase in home prices, giving people a lot of equity into their homes. So, you know, what what is going on now in the market? You know, the market that we're in now is a little more normal market and it's really unfortunate that people are sitting and waiting for this bubble to pop. We know that there's a very slim chance that, that there's a bubble and it's gonna pop. And how do we know that? We know that because the market is driven by inventory. And we're still in a market with severely low inventory and rising population of people that are, you know, at that first time home buyer stage, you know, coming into the market to purchase homes. And I mean, did you know, Rihanna, that right now, 45% of the buyers are first-time homebuyers? Wow. That's pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. That's, that's not normal. <laughs> um, prices have, have somewhat normalized now. They're, you know, the low inventory is going to prevent a large home price drops for most of the country. Uh, for most of the country, you know, home prices are really holding steady. Some places are still actually experiencing gains. And there are a few markets, notably like California, that are seeing some prices pull back. 
you know, and all that the rate increases did was give back the power to the buyers. Prices were so inflated due to um, the seller having all the power with the low inventory, you know. Mm -hmm. So in 2023, experts are expecting home sales to decline by around 7%. And, uh, you know, that that's nationally. Uh, medium home price to increase by 1%. So this, you know, th this takes into account all the markets. You know, they're not all the same. Some will experience price gains. Some will have some losses. It just depends on what market you're in. And by 2024, they're expecting that home prices will start rising again at the moderate rate of 5% nationally. So, you know, people that think they're going to buy and then lose a whole bunch of equity, that's just not what the numbers are showing. It's not statistically you know what we've seen in the past and going forward so let's talk about what everyone is talking about and that's the current interest rate environment yes. you know rates went from two percent to eight percent almost overnight but did you know that the average interest rate since 1972 is actually 7.92 percent good to know so, I mean, we're still slightly below that average right now. And the current interest rate environment is just simply the cost of entry into a less competitive market. So, you know, what do I mean by when I say the cost of entry? So, for example, when rates were super low, everybody wanted to get in on the action. You know, everybody had FOMO. <laughs> They yes. wanted to buy now before rates went up. So the cost of entry into that market was paying over appraised value with super large sums of cash, all cash offers. Sellers weren't giving any contributions. And, you know, a lot of people were even settling for a home that really wasn't what they wanted. But, yes. you know, they bought it anyways just because you might not get the chance for a home again, you know, if you don't jump on the one you got accepted. Yes. And I mean, nobody likes putting offers on multiple properties and then being disappointed when they when they don't get accepted. And I'm sure that, you know, you've experienced that. Yes. Multiple, multiple offers and, you know, crossing your fingers that it would get accepted. You know, conversely, nobody likes higher interest rates. Mm you know, when you're used to those super low rates. Yeah. It's just the cost of entry into a less competitive market where the power has switched from the seller to the buyer. And if rates go down, you can always refinance, but you can't go back in time and buy a home at a, a lower, you know, a lower price. And homes are still set to appreciate and you can't go back and buy just because you could have, would have, should have. Right. So, I mean, let's talk about what's really important about whether it's right for you to buy or not. Yes. Your focus needs to be when you're purchasing a home for yourself or your family, things that ultimately matter most to you. So people buy homes for the experience. They buy homes for their families. Yes. They buy homes, you know, in the communities they want to be you know, where they want to raise their children. They buy homes for memories. 
and being in the school districts that they want for their children to go to school in. Yes. And then, of course, you know, some like to buy vacation homes so that during the summers they have a place that they can go. And lastly, you know, to gain passive income with rental properties. So, I mean, really buying right now, you have some control and sellers are paying closing costs. It's a great time to be able to negotiate with the sellers. Yes, well, that was a really in-depth information uh, to a lot of the listeners that probably were thinking the opposite or, you know, doom and gloom. Uh, that, you know, there is still possibilities for them and it is still a good time to purchase real estate and to get a mortgage loan and to keep on moving forward with their real estate goals. Kiersey, you've been such a valuable source of information this morning. Thank you so much, Kiersey, for being on my show today. And please, Kiersey, say your name, company name, and phone number twice for the listeners. You know, before we do that, I wanted to add just one last thing. So Nevada Housing Division actually came out with a program on Monday for first-time homebuyers where they're giving $15,000 for down payment. So it's going to be a limited funds. And if you want to get in on that action and you want to know if you qualify for that program, you know, go ahead and give me a call. I am Kiersey Mbaki with The Loan Depot. And my number is 208-589-1181. Again, 208-589-1181. And my NMLS number is 1398336. Kiersey, thank you so much for being on the show today. And for the listeners out there, Kiersey shared some very valuable and vital information today in regard to options for first-time homebuyers, minimum down payments for the various loan types, how much maximum a seller can contribute to a buyer's closing costs regarding each of the different loan types, the types of costs considered in closing costs, down payment assistance information, which was really valuable, assistance regarding bringing credit scores up, and Kiersey mentioned that it's no charge for a consultation with her, and a detailed uh, description of why this is a good time to purchase a home in today's market and why. And just so the audience knows a little bit more about me, I am very mindful of the way I treat my clients, just like Kiersey, with a real estate transaction, since for most people, this would be the most expensive purchase that they would ever do. The one thing that I can sincerely say and is from experience is to not put things off until tomorrow. What you can do today, and that can be for your goals in life, such as owning your own home, or selling a home as well. I am here as your real estate professional to help you and guide you with the American dream of home ownership. I have been helping countless amounts of people over my 30 year career as a real estate professional, helping clients with all types of real estate transactions from local buyers and sellers to corporate transfer buyers and sellers. And for sellers, I will show you how to get top dollar for your home in the current marketplace. And I am Regana Kuman Henry, your host for the Southern Nevada Real Estate Show that airs every fourth Sunday of the month at 7.30 a.m. My number is 
702-596-1267. That's 702-596-1267. And my license number is BS27880. Thank you so much for listening to my show. And I wish everyone listening a great Sunday and a great week. <music>